0: Good morning, I'm Brandon.
1: Good afternoon, I'm Davis.
0: Good evening, I'm Kyle, and you're listening to Optional Opinions, the only podcast done by average dudes for average Joes. So quit listening, Brandon. Alright, well, I guess we're doing Pan's Labyrinth. Uh, pretty old movie. I don't really know when it came out. No, nope, I've
2: done zero research into this movie purposefully. I
1: haven't, I haven't even Googled it. I was going to look it up on IMDb just to see how long it was, and then I didn't.
2: Yeah, good, good.
1: So all, all right, I know so is for that the average, it's named Pan's Labyrinth.
0: So for the, the average listener, the reason we know so little about this movie is is because we selected it from what IMDb's top 100. That is correct, yep. And it was a movie that none of us have seen before. And so Brandon thought it would be a fun idea um, to essentially record a little snippet before we watch the movie. And we can all, just based on the title and what very little knowledge we have already, try and guess what the movie is going to be about. And then we'll come back and record afterwards. So...
2: So, yeah. It um, should be fun. should be fun. So, like Kyle said, I, I know nothing except the name. I did see a small image of the movie, like the poster, I think, when I was searching for in the top 100 list. So, that's basically all I have to go off of, that and the title. So, uh, I, unless you guys want to say anything else, I'll, I'm going to go ahead and start.
0: Go
1: for it. Yeah, so,
2: go for it. Um. Well, I guess first of all, so do you guys? You guys know the definition of labyrinth?
1: It's a maze.
0: Um, t- like, yeah, okay. something like that. Twisting. So something like that. I
2: I, I actually didn't know that, and then Cassie, like, told me without me asking her, and so that that did help me. Otherwise, mine would have been very different. Um, I I kind of assumed that it was like a laboratory or some fancy word for laboratory. Um, <laughs> kind of.
0: <interesting>. So, <laughs> but all right. Make so laboratory into like a maze or something. <laughs>
2: I am going to, uh, attempt to guess the plot. So I think there, the main character is going to be Pan. Actually, no, I take that back. I think Pan is going to be a mysterious character that we don't know about. And he has this labyrinth or this maze full of monsters and, and demons that are uh, going to haunt the unsuspecting uh passerby that just happens to to walk into the labyrinth and i think these monsters uh who appear very scary are actually going to be very friendly and help him escape in the end okay i came i i literally haven't thought about what i was going to say that was all off the cuff so <laughs>
1: So Okay, so just to be clear, this is not the one with David Bowie in it. Cause I, I have no clue. I know there's one with David I Bowie in it. Because if it's that one, then I do know a decent amount about it. But if it's not that one, then I have no idea about it. All All right, well,
0: well, I'll, go, I'll go next then, and you can finish it off with what you think it actually is. And maybe you're explaining the totally wrong movie, but can I who just, cares?
1: Can I just... That's
0: a, I don't want you to taint my, my I, expert guess. Okay,
1: you make your expert guess, and I'm just going to look up on Netflix when this came out.
0: Why can't you just look up actors in the movie?
1: <laughs> Pan's Labyrinth.
0: All right, so while Davis is looking that up, I'll give my brief description of what I think it is. Um, so basically the one image I saw, and this was a while ago, I don't even remember if it's like, but I think there was some sort of weird creature or monster. I don't know what it was on the, on the cover. Brandon, is that the same? No, I saw what looked like a little
2: kid in the yellow jacket walking in. I think it's been a while since I saw it, but that's what I, that's what I remember. Okay, so
0: maybe I saw something totally wrong, but... This this is what I remember is some weird looking thing on the front or a picture of some weird looking thing. So I think this weird looking thing, his name is Pan, right? And I think he gave himself the name Pan because he really enjoys Peter Pan. Mm. Obviously, yep, makes sense. Who doesn't? Um, And his lifelong goal is to essentially just create a corn maze, (laughs) and that's all he really wants to do in life. So, this is Stephen
2: King's The Tall Grass or whatever. The grass. I have no idea. (laughs) Maybe.
0: Continue. (laughs) Um, So, anyway, he tries to create this this corn maze, but because he's a weird-looking creature, everyone gets scared when he, like, tries to greet them in the corn maze. And that's the origin of, like, haunted corn mazes. Ah, that's so sad. Interesting. It is sad, but... I don't want to watch a depressing
2: movie, Kyle. Don't I'm jinx it. I'm sure it's it. got some
0: redeeming quality in the end, right? You're gonna jinx it. Well, we'll see.
1: Um, All right, Davis. Okay. So I think if it's the movie that I thought it was, um, it also features Jim Henson's uh, puppets. And uh, so basically, are you thinking
2: of the Dark Crystal?
1: No. So basically what happens um, is this girl, I think like her little brother gets transported away or like gets taken or something by evil David Bowie who runs this labyrinth thing. And she has to go through this labyrinth. That sounds actually kind of scary. Um, she has to go through it, and I think she like conquers her fear of the dark or something. And like her stuffed animals come to life and are puppets and help her, maybe. And then she gets to David Bowie, and David Bowie has pants that are too tight, and he sings a weird <laughs> song. Um, and then I assume that eventually she gets her brother back. Um, so there's that. I think that movie might be called just Labyrinth. Um, but anyway, if it's not that movie, then, uh, it's, it's probably a movie about a labyrinth, um, with weird creatures in it. And based on the cover that you see, or the thumbnail basically that you see on Netflix, uh, there's going to be a girl in it. So
2: Come on, you got to make a wild accusation and hope it sticks. Come on, man, you can do it. You have the least optional opinion award again. Yeah, I so was please. just.
1: I'm getting to it. <laughs> my accusation, actually, like now that I'm remembering that movie that I described is definitely Labyrinth. Um, but my wild accusation is that there are going to be uh, Jim Henson puppets in this movie as well, and you can't tell me otherwise because I have the least optional opinion. That's Boom. not a wild Facts. accusation. Why not?
2: Like, yeah, I can't dispute that, but...
1: Fine, my wild accusation is about that the, plot, is the man. movie's gonna be in Spanish. <laughs> 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 Alright. Spoilers. <laughs> well...
2: <laughs> I feel like this is gonna be an episode that has very little actual views. content. Well, no, well, that too, um <laughs> all right, well we'll we'll talk to you all in the future when we've seen the movie, so
1: hold on to your luck. butts,
0: oh uh, yeah, okay, <laughs> there's a lot more you can hold on to, but
1: <laughs> the butts are the important parts,
0: yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right, thank you, Davis. I can always count on you for getting my back, even though <laughs> I always have Kyle's back. Pro- probably not the time to say thank you for getting my back but <laughs> i'm here for you let's, Brandon uh, let's end it there
2: <laughs> <laughs> we're back we're we're from the future from our the last 10 minutes of uh recording um so we were very wrong on what this movie was about at least i was i don't even i don't even think pan's name was mentioned and that was crucial in all of our Accusations on what this movie was going to be. Yeah.
0: Although, I did make a reference to Peter Pan, and I feel like that was close enough. You know what I'm saying? With the fairies and everything. I'm feeling good about that mm. reference. That's about I all I got. I don't think so.
3: <laughs> but, uh, uh. Is fairies all it takes to, to make it about Peter Pan? Whoa.
2: Whoa. You're not Davis.
3: Well. I'm basically Davis.
2: Well, no, but okay. (laughs) 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 Uh, All right. Well, for
0: all you confused listeners out there right now, we can give you a little heads up on what's going on. Uh, Davis is being replaced. Um, No, he wasn't able to join us this week due to family reasons. Um, And so we got a guest to join us. It is a not-so-average Joe, because he's way more qualified than either me or Brandon. So, Chase, why don't you introduce yourself? Tell us a little about yourself.
3: Uh, Sure. I'm not-so-average Joe Chase. Uh, So I also went to school with uh, Davis, Kyle, and Brandon. I went to uh, study multimedia communications, film, TV video, uh, production, radio broadcasting, that sort of thing. And uh, so, yeah, I I know a little bit about movies and, and stuff. That's basically it. Yeah, worked in television for a little while. Yeah, and you
2: actually watch the Oscars?
3: Yeah, I watch the Oscars like a nerd. Um stay up late to do that. I uh I read director interviews and commentaries. Uh I shoot my own videos like a like a media nerd. So he's going to be
2: our our resident expert whenever one of us can't make it on for the week or um we just need extra opinions on on stuff so he he might be around every once in a while so i guess get used to his voice
0: i guess <laughs> all right sweet let's let's uh i guess we could transition we didn't really did we do an intro yeah it was last the one?
2: good morning good afternoon well, we good
0: night or whatever oh oh that's right that's mm-hmm. right okay sweet so you don't have to do an intro again all right, so let's transition into our initial thoughts. Um, Chase, I know this was kind of a, a last minute thing, so you probably haven't. When's the last time you have seen a uh, movie?
3: Like an hour ago.
0: <laughs> oh shoot! All right, so you're fresh. That's what's <laughs> up. All right, so let's let's do let's do some initial thoughts, non spoilery thoughts.
3: Well, I'll start out uh, as the guest. Um, I love this movie. I absolutely uh, adore it. I love everything about it, and I just want to say that in case either of you don't love it, so that this is the first impression that the audience <laughs> hears. That's a, <laughs> <laughs> a positive one. All right, all right. Um, what do you rate it? Um, out of ten. Yep. Well, let's make it out of a hundred. Nope, let's go big and go 10. home. Out of ten. That's our. That's how, that's how we roll. <laughs> I'd say it's a solid 8
2: out of 10. 8 out of 10. Okay. It's about where IMDb has it. I think IMDb had it like 8.2, so. That's pretty
0: good for IMDb, though.
2: Yeah, yeah. No, it is. Um, like we said, I think initially when I found it, it was in the top 100. It got bumped down since then to like 150 or 140, depending on which list you're looking at. But, uh, but yeah, I uh, I went in not really... Um like besides 10 minutes before watching it I didn't really know that it was in Spanish um which to some people I feel like that might be a turn off which is kind of sad um it used to be a turn off for me I wouldn't watch stuff that I had to read subtitles for um just obviously because American is the superior language intentionally um, <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, but I'm also dyslexic, so throw some disclaimers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So it it's uh, a little bit harder for me to read the subtitles, but I've gotten a little bit more used to it. Um, and I rather enjoy some some foreign films, one of them being Parasite, but that's not what we're here to talk about. But anyways, yeah. So I I enjoyed it. Um, it was pretty good. I thought that. I think of non-spoilery opinions. I think the one thing that the my biggest critique of it, and it's not critique of it, is not like necessarily the actress's fault, but uh, just her reactions to like the CGI. Um, I didn't; it wasn't realistic at all. Just obviously because like she's reacting to nothing, and it's and it's definitely hard for normal actors, let alone like a kid. Um, so that took me out of it every once in a while. Um, but overall, I don't have a whole lot to complain about the movie. Um, so yeah, I, I, I give it probably around a 7.8. I actually hadn't really Dang, thought, nice. thought about what uh, the rank would be until just then. So off the cuff, Kyle.
0: That's right. Alright, so, yeah, I also knew nothing going into this, clearly, based on our 10-minute snippet earlier. Um, yeah, and watching something with subtitles isn't really that big of a deal for me, because I'm one of those weird people that has subtitles on everything. Like, I just enjoy subtitles, because it bothers me when, like, there's so many different times in movies where, you know, like, all of a sudden they're talking quietly, and you might miss a sentence, which they say, and... I don't know. I just prefer subtitles. So it wasn't that big of a difference to me. Um, and I also enjoy watching anime, which I also will need subtitles for. So, yeah. So um, that being said, I did enjoy this movie. It is one that I don't know that I'll go back and watch again unless somebody I'm with is like, do we really need to watch this movie? Um, I did appreciate... I feel like... I feel like the like um, the metaphors that the movie was trying to draw like was a little more clear than a lot of movies, and it like really prompts you to think about the end more. I felt like, um, which that was cool, but yeah, overall I'd give it maybe like I'm probably the lowest out of the three like a seven uh, seven point five. I'll give it seven
2: point five. Okay, yeah, so not too bad. It's pretty good.
0: Um,
2: I think it just goes back and forth between me and you, Kyle, typically of who's the harshest cricket critic, um, cricket, cricket.
0: (laughs) Chirp, chirp. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Um, I don't know. Chase might be a a harder critic than both of us. Chase, what do you think about that? Like typically,
3: uh, well, I just know from past experiences, uh, I think, I don't know, there are certain things that I I am kind of l- harsher on than I think other people are. Like, I'm looking for things that a lot of people overlook a lot of the times, but then I'm also pleased and willing to forgive certain things that other people aren't. So, I, I don't know. I guess I'd say... I might be more of a a Hersher critic, but more technically than storytelling wise. Or, or well, I don't know. Kyle and I both disagree on some storytelling things as well. So, That's true.
2: But all right, um, let's get into spoilers. Um, I did. What? How do you? Where do you want to start with this?
0: All right, yeah. Spoiler warning. Stop listening if you haven't seen it. It's definitely worth the watch, and yeah, all right, that's enough time. <laughs> so true, b- true.
3: Both of you mentioned you liked the uh, subtitles, or at least you mentioned subtitles. Mm-hmm. Uh, would it interest you to know that uh, Del Toro uh, did the English subtitles
0: himself?
2: Oh, really? Mm-hmm.
0: I actually. That is actually really cool.
2: Um, that's interesting because. I would not have expected that because there was a couple of times like in my vast knowledge of of Spanish, um, I I was able to identify certain words that were not coming up in English. Um, Mm -hmm. And so I was assuming that some person that was translating it was taking some liberties and making like, I don't know, I'm just kind of shocked by that actually. I figured he would be a very more cut-and-dry, word-for-word translation?
3: Well, he allegedly um, with his mentality it was him and, and another person that uh, they I guess have had some bad experiences with their movies being improperly subtitled so what he did was he, when he wrote the English version uh, he tried to make it match up to the like culturally what that like someone who would know the, not only the language, but the meaning behind it uh, was trying to say. So as, a, as an audience from a different mindset, different culture, you, you read it like the subtitles are what you would understand hearing it, hmm. which I really like. So he, he had a lot of control over um, even us, the subtitle readers, how we would interpret the, the film.
0: That's really interesting. That's something I appreciate a lot in, like, a director. Because, like, you know, like, that shows that you really care about what you're putting out there. And, like, you know, obviously America was going to be a part, a portion of the audience. And so, yeah, I I think it's cool that he he went forth and did that.
2: Yeah, because I definitely, like, there's definitely been foreign films or TV shows where, like, the translation just does not work. And you just just, like, um... Was that even English that I was reading right there? Like, um, so I I actually really appreciate that. Like, because it did, like, besides like those words that like I would hear, but wouldn't see, um, like it translated really well. Like there wasn't a point where it was like tripping over itself. It didn't feel like. Kind of a- along that topic, I was um, looking up, a, a, just some videos, like interesting facts about it. One of the things that I thought was really fascinating was um, the actor who played The Fawn. What was his name in the movie? I actually don't even know. The Fawn. It was just The Fawn. I thought he was yeah. supposed to be Pan. Is that?
3: No. That's, that's another uh, Guillermo del Toro. Uh, because in Spanish, it, the movie's called The Fawn's Labyrinth. Uh, and so, when it was translated to English, uh, they just decided that Pan would be more identifiable, being like the Greek equivalent. But so, Pan isn't actually in the movie at all. Okay, but that's just how we're supposed to identify with the fawn.
2: Okay, um,
0: that that is something that I was actually really confused about <laughs> is Pan because <laughs> or Pan. I don't know because in Spanish pan or pan? I don't know the correct, like pronunciation. Is bread? And I was like, I just didn't get to. <laughs> you know, uh, right. like I don't know. <laughs> yeah,
2: you're just looking for the unleavened bread. Like, or
0: <laughs> I was looking for some sort of connection because, like, I, I was like, well, I pan is never like referenced in the whole movie. He was like, going to be like know. a
2: bread baker or something like that. Is it a pull out an easy bake oven and? Well, I don't even know. Just start. <laughs> cooking up some bread um (laughs) but like but like i was saying so that actor didn't speak spanish at all Uh, dub jones yes and he had to have a translator um even though his voice isn't what we hear um in the final film he wanted to make uh make sure that he was like I don't know I don't know what you call that like the animatronic uh mouth of the fawn matched the the words that like was eventually going to be saying so like cuz he was controlling the mouth as well so he wanted to make sure that those meshed really well and I think they did a really good job of that I appreciate you know that extra from?
3: effort I don't I don't guess the UK No he's from Indiana Oh <laughs> good old Indiana <laughs> Dang, you and your you and your
1: indian oh. <laughs>
2: actors and actresses adam driver it's you're very yeah yeah the armpit of the united states is what i like to call it
3: or is it the most creative state
2: mm.
3: you got to you got to have something else to do instead of looking at corn all day <laughs> yeah right <laughs> what else is that
2: what else is that actor and i don't
3: even uh, he did a lot of uh, Hellboy body work, body uh, acting. Interesting. Um, you he did the Pale Man also. Oh gosh! In addition to the Fawn. Gosh,
2: I. <laughs> uh, if you're if you're a a listener like a frequent listener to this show, you'll know that I do not like horror films like at all, and this isn't a horror film. But, oh my gosh! does that pale man scar you if you oh gosh, guys, I felt so uncomfortable, I still feel uncomfortable when like I shut the lights off to go to bed <laughs> at night, and it's been like five days since I watched this, like oh guys i don't I didn't like that uh at all at all.
0: I heard um it was like it, its body was just kind of gross. Like it didn't like scare me, it was just like gross. Ugh. I don't know. I I, I, I thought re- the I thought the eyes and the hands, I thought that was like a cool
2: that's touch. what creeped like, me out the most. Creepy, like but, I was fine yeah. with it up until like he put his hands up on his face and like his hands were acting like his horns or whatever and like it's a super ineffective monster, but man does it look creepy. I did not like as soon as it starts to grab at you, it loses complete focus of what its objective is and like it's it's not effective at all. But uh I was I, I heard a story that uh what's what's the director's name? Del Toro? Is it is it
3: Guillermo Del Toro?
2: Yeah. He was sitting next to Stephen King during a, a screening of it and um he said that uh Stephen King was, like, squirming in a seat during during the Pale Man scene. And afterwards, Del Toro said that that's worth more than an Oscar was to him. So, fun
0: fact. Dang, yeah, that's awesome.
2: If you can make Stephen King squirm, you're
0: doing something right. Yeah, that man's mind is disturbing. <laughs> <laughs> I would never want to be in there. Yeah. he no. was also creative. Like, excellent world building, so...
3: So, you guys went in pretty blind. Did you... I mean, did you know who directed it? Did you know that it was Guillermo del Toro? And or... I, yeah, have I didn't know that. Have you seen any of his other stuff?
2: I'm going to be honest. I don't know who del Toro is. Guillermo del Toro?
3: What, else, did like, what else has he done? Uh, Hellboy is another big one okay, well, that I he did. That. Yeah, I've seen Hellboy. <laughs> the, the... I should say the quote-unquote original one not the newest edition
2: <laughs> yeah
3: the one that made me um, freaking lose the last game
2: <laughs> still salty about that um he did shape of water pacific rim um so
0: i i don't think he was like the director of some of those right like
3: uh, yeah, he does a lot of oh, producing no, was, credits yeah, as well. Gotcha. Uh, okay. Some of them may, may be. I'm not sure what what the list is that you're looking at, but uh, he doesn't direct everything. But I, anything that he's involved with has sort of the very similar gothic feel to it, and that is something that I love uh, to see. <laughs> I don't know how you feel about it. He also did work on a, yeah. movie, a, a movie called The Orphanage, or El Orfanato, also Spanish,
0: uh, also a, a, th- a thriller. That, one, that one's great. Hmm. Interesting. So, and it's I'm super interested because I don't know if you guys know this. This is something I wanted to bring up, but he's set to direct Pinocchio.
2: Oh, no. No. Yes. No, why and are they making a live I, action av- adaptation of that?
0: Why, yep. dude? Of course. It's just
2: that's the worst out of all the of face. them, bro. I hate that movie so. That scarred me as a kid, man. <laughs> what the heck?
0: Did you? Were you scared that you weren't actually a human? No, the
2: the <laughs> p, the freaking island where like kids would turn into donkeys and then get like sold off, oh, and yeah, that's yeah, yeah. that's dark, bro.
3: That is so dark.
0: That's, that's why. That's I a kids' it show. Super interesting. And they just gave the the story over to Del Toro. Oh so. my gosh! This, this is-
2: <laughs> yeah, <it's> like,
0: <laughs> I just wonder the the path that it's going to take. Like, is it actually going to be like a PG movie? You know? No, I don't
2: think so. I don't think so at all. I'm uh,
0: I think it will just because I want to make a lot of money. But I'm not going to watch it if and uh, un- only if we
2: have to do a podcast. That's the only way. I'm not <laughs> watching
0: it. I won't do it. We just need to. We just need to do some horror movies. No. For
3: <laughs> i won't edit them
2: Somebody we'll,
0: we'll have to substitute to have chase the... for brain yeah, there we go i'll substitute
3: <laughs> in i love i've got some good horror movies for you i love them all right we'll, we'll tag team
0: i'll yeah. tap in horror movies like the ones that are supposed to be like really creepy and stuff they they never really get me it's just jump scares get me every time that's what it is and it's like i'm not even scared i just jump <laughs> i hate it it just bothers me
2: See, I, I'm never really like the movie itself. Never really scares me. It's like my mind after the movie. That's what freaks me out. That's what that's what gets me the most. I can't do it. Can't. Like especially especially not in theaters. That that that'd be way worse. I'd have to watch horror in the comfort of my own home if I ever had to. <laughs> you need a blanket to hide. I, on. Exactly. Hide behind my wife. You know. <laughs> <Yeah>. Protect. <me. laughs> But, uh, all right. Well, we are getting pretty sidetracked. Here. Yes, we are. Sorry. So, um, fun fact. Um, so the main actress, I forget her name. Um, Chase, helped me out. Uh,
3: yeah, Didn't it's, it help me out. Uh, yeah, it's help me out. Uh, I think.
2: Baquero, yeah. So, um, fun fact. I, uh, reached out to her. Uh, to see if we could possibly do an interview with her and she never
3: Ivana responded. Ivana Bacero Ivana Bacero yeah.
2: So that's not happening but anyways um i thought she did a good job as a uh as an actress as a young actress um besides kind of like my quorum's with it in the beginning like i mentioned like and that's not her fault by any means um but it was like specifically when like she was underneath the tree and like the bugs were crawling all over her face and her just not reacting to them at all. That just like, I don't know, that that did not work for me in the least bit. And like I said, not her fault, but they should have like been telling her, all right, now we're going to put a bug here and here. So you should like, like freak out a little bit, but nope, nope, nothing.
3: Well, they may not have known exactly. I think that those were added in post well, so yeah. They could huh? have decided after the fact, fact, to to add those in.
2: I think that should have been a little bit more foresight into that, but they definitely were added in post. But I just think that, I don't know, I would have liked to see a little bit more effort there. But
0: yeah, I guess I didn't even really think about that. Like, I guess when I was watching it, it seemed fine with me because like the first one like crawled on her and she like wiped that one away really quickly and then in my mind I thought like she just crossed the point of like caring like I think she just like she's just like oh whatever I don't care anymore it's kind of how I thought when she was crawling through it like so I didn't think it was her like just not even realizing that they were there but more so that she knew they were there and just didn't really care that they were there
2: or is it going into a deeper level and they actually weren't there which is why she wasn't freaking out by them. Oh da 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 So that that that's the question. Do you guys do you guys think that this was happening to her? Or is this um shoot I Ophelia Ophelia uh is this her way of coping with the situation that she was in? I'd like to hear your guys' thoughts on that.
0: Yeah, that's something that, and, and that's kind of what I referenced earlier when I said the end really makes you kind of think, rethink, or think about, like, the metaphors that they're trying to draw with this movie, where, like, you know, maybe it was all just one giant metaphor for, like, heaven, you know, her heaven, and, like, she's going towards heaven, Um, and, yeah, then it, it then it makes you think of, like, okay, well, how much did happen, and maybe, like, she could only see them, you know? And I, I guess I'm not really sure. I haven't put too much thought into it. Um, I guess, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm not sure, to be honest. <laughs> Chase, what, what are your thoughts?
3: Uh, well, I, I don't think mine is going to be much better. Because uh, I, I really like the, the fact that it is a little bit ambiguous, and there's evidence to support both. And I think even uh, Guillermo del Toro has come out and said, like definitively, this is what he believes um, to be the case. And of course, he he directed it, so he he shaped it. You'd you'd imagine that that's um, kind of like the the last word on the matter. But I I, I really like the fact that there there's an explanation for both. Uh, the only thing that I would say is. Uh, and we're well past spoiler warning now. So the fact that uh, she's she dies, right? She's she's shot. Um, mm-hmm. She's bleeding out, presumably dead, and still dreaming up this, um, you know, her her like you said, heaven, this kingdom. So the fact that she's still doing that, I, I like to think that it's actually happening. Of course that, that makes the ending better. It makes it more bearable that it's actually happening uh, and if it's not, then it's a very, very sad, depressing end. so <laughs> true yeah I, I think that that does kind of make it, but it, it, it also is very, very uh, telling of your like the times kind of the way you lean towards the ending. So it's very gothic and usually, traditionally, those types of stories do not have a happy ending because uh, it's all about, you know, the things beyond man are always the doom of man, right? Mm-hmm. So the things outside of our control, these, you know, fantastic monsters and these creatures um, and fascists, right? They're bad things and they'll you, you, you'll die every time. Um, so it's a very bleak reality. But as, you know, times have changed... More happier endings have kind of seeped into gothic literature and storytelling. So the the fact that you could interpret it both ways um, and and have an argument for both uh, the happier ending and the bleaker ending, I think, obviously your 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 viewpoint is going to affect affect that. And I really appreciate that. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say. If I, if I really think it's real or not, I guess I kind of did, but I, I like the fact <laughs> that we have options.
0: That's, and, and that's something that I really appreciate and I think it's really cool with the movie too, is like, depending on how you interpret the ending, like if you go back and rewatch it, it could be a completely different movie for you to see, right? Like when, when movies give you that option and they set you up for, you know, they don't tell you the reality, they just kind of, you know put put it out in front of you and you kind of have to decide the reality is like you know i could go and watch that movie in theaters or you know on the couch with someone right next to me and we could be watching a completely different movie and i think that's really cool when a movie is able to accomplish that i think like quentin tarantino i feel like he can do that often Mm -hmm. in his movies um so yeah that that's something i definitely appreciate like when directors are able to kind of draw that line and it's super blurry and you don't know which one he was intending the movie to be.
2: Yeah. I I definitely have the more depressed outlook on this, on this film. Um, I don't think that any of it was real. And, uh, the main reason, um, that I don't think that it happened besides like, everyone else not being able to see what she was seeing um, is the fact that in the very beginning you hear a narrator um, describing, I guess the, uh, what's what's the word? Describing, I guess the, the outline or the, the, the plot almost the beginning of it talking about the princess and, and she's reading a book and I'd be interested to have someone that can read spanish uh to, to see if what the narrator is saying is what she's reading um because if that's the case then i think everything she's envisioning is just um being extrapolated on into the into the world uh through her imagination uh from her stories um so that's kind of the main reason for my thinking of it. The only thing that almost convinced me that I don't really have an explanation for that it...
0: Uh, oh, I know exactly what you're about. Because uh, I was going to bring this up and I'd be like, what about this yes, part? <laughs> the, 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 the one scene that's like,
2: okay, I don't really have an explanation for this is how she gets out of her locked room. Um, So like she has that magic chalk that allows her to open doors or whatever um which is where i think chalk zone came from actually chalk zone came out before <laughs> <laughs> um but i don't have an explanation as to how she got out of her locked bedroom besides the chalk so i don't know i i think it is a- it's meant to be ambiguous but i lean more towards the, the depressing ending where uh she died for no reason basically um but she died happy cuz that's what she thought was happening.
0: <laughs> I don't really think that improves <laughs> the movie you she, saw. She she <laughs> died in peace.
2: If that that does help that that is a little that's more comforting than someone dying in agony.
0: That's true. Although the other thing that I just thought about as well leaning towards like it actually was real was um the part where she like looks in the in the book and the like red uterus is showing and then it like turns all red and stuff mm-hmm. and then her mom has the blood like you know like she saw that before it happened and that well just side total side note that was like that was something that disturbed me more than the
2: really the like scary the pale man. monster
0: dude just because like I knew it was coming like I saw it in the book and I was like oh no I know what's about to happen and then it did I don't know it's just like because to me I guess what what scares me the most in scary movies is when things are like like reality like they could actually happen and like you know that's a very scary thing to me and that's more disturbing and like upsetting than you know this weird creature looking thing I guess
2: hmm. I I feel like that that could just be explained away as to like cuz there's there's several instances where like children know things and when they're not supposed to kind of like and like she knew that her mother was sick or in pain and like she could see the anguish on her mother's face before like it that was also foreshadowing that something was going wrong with the baby so I feel like that that could be explained away but there was definitely instances when Something she was seeing was foreshadowing what was about to happen.
3: So you're right. There's also, I'm going to keep muddying the waters, adding more doubt. Do it. Or, 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 or the positivity. Flame. So the <laughs> fact that she had the mandrake root mm-hmm. and she puts it under her mother's bed, and then the captain finds it and is interacting with it. Uh, and she got that from the fawn. You could argue that it was something that she found and dreamt up a story for, uh, but you could also say that it was real. And kind of what you were saying about the chalk, right, that she, she used to get into the captain's office, uh, the captain sees that, so that's another instance where he interacts with it. But I think the icing on the cake, um, the so the very end... Uh, The the very last shot that you see, the tree right, which is dead, it's a dead tree. It can't bloom. Starts to bloom this one single flower, indicating that there's new life, right, rejuvenating it. So, like she has uh, really gone to this other kingdom, right? Is bringing new life to the kingdom.
2: Yeah, that's just happenstance.
3: No. I mean, you could also argue that it, the tree just wasn't dead and, you know, or that it wasn't actually happening and we saw it differently than how it actually was.
2: Or as a continuation of her dream sequence going into heaven, quote-unquote, if you will. Lots of different interpretations. Like, I've seen I've seen my tree bloom in the middle of winter.
0: Um, so, like, you know, trees do weird things. True. So... This there's a couple parts in this movie that I was just like, I just thought were unnecessary, like some of the gruesome stuff they showed, like the yeah, with the wine bottle. <laughs> oh my yeah. gosh, that was, was just like that was
2: ugh. awful. Was just,
0: like everyone knows he's a sucky person and hates him already. You don't have to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I I was that's what I was thinking while watching that. I was like, oh my god, I was
2: taken aback. A lot by that. I was just not anticipating. That was probably the thing that shocked me the most. Um, just that, just coming out of nowhere. It's like, oh, this nice fairy tale movie with monsters and stuff like that, and then all of a sudden, brutal violence right in your face, or more likely his face. Um, but
3: I, that just came out of nowhere to me. I think it. Well, it really sets the the stage, right? It really shows the environment that this girl's living in. Right. Yeah, and absolutely. I love the fact that you were like, "Oh yeah, it's a happy fairy tale movie," and then wham, because uh, I mean, I, I would argue that that was the that's the point, right? It went from whi- whimsical to uh, real, real dark, real quick.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, you're right. That it probably definitely plays more into that than it's not unnecessary, but I just yeah definitely it took me aback
0: i <laughs> yeah, that's the kind of thing that you just kind of have to look away from for a moment <laughs> it's just like oh
3: yeah <laughs> i i loved that part um especially because it i mean it kind of sets it up in a a particular way and you kind of expect something bad to happen and then it really just pushes what you were expecting and the fact that the bottle doesn't break right because how many times have you seen somebody get smashed over the head with a like a sugar bottle and mm-hmm. it shatters, right? It's very right. cinematic, it's very whimsical. Uh and the fact that it doesn't because it's it's actual glass and it's, you know, sturdier than you think. Mm-hmm. It, it just add, it, it adds that layer of realism and real just awfulness that I think it's it, it, it's a very fitting little 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 salt little little bit of seasoning on the on a on the film.
2: Yeah, is that and then like the girl cutting his mouth open? Yeah. Ooh. I that didn't freak me out as much. I I I hate it watching people s- like um doing sutures like and he was like sewing his mouth back together. That's I had to look away from that. That's I could not watch. Which is weird. Like I could see the 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 knife coming out of his face, but like the needle, nope, no thank you.
0: <laughs> or the part where the guy's like hand is like in half. in half. Yeah. Oh, oh I forgot about that.
2: Or or when the, the um the saw they were gonna saw his leg. I, I really thought that they were gonna show more than just like one cut. I, I was like I was ready. Like I was hiding and everything, and then nothing. Changed the scene.
0: <laughs> they did show it going in a yeah, little was bit. Yeah, i I was already looking. Away. I was like, I don't need to see that. <laughs> yeah,
2: I I I was shocked because like they had the record of like being very gruesome, and then that part they they shy away from.
3: Well, I think again. So the the fascists, they're those are the guys that are brutal, and they don't they don't shy away from the brutality. But you have the guerrilla soldiers that, right? They're not there to be malicious. They're not there to be vindictive. Right, they're they're trying to be they're gentler, but still they're fighting for a cause. Mm-hmm. So I think that again is so, oh well, I would say everything is symbolic because again I'm that kind of film nerd, right? But that's that's kind of what I would see it. I might be adding a way too much legit like criticism to the average Joe podcast. I'm sorry <laughs> about that.
2: <laughs> it's okay.
0: No, it's good. Diverse diverse perspectives. Mm-hmm.
2: And again, your your opinion is optional. So. Everyone just taking yeah. a grain of salt. doesn't mean
3: anything. Um, no. <laughs> uh. So, um, here's another thing kind of in the same vein as the, um, you know, is it, did it happen or not. Uh, one that's a little bit less talked about, though. There's an argument that the faun and subsequently all of the other mystical creatures that she encounters... Are not exactly uh, good. They're not nice. They're almost uh, evil, and they don't want her to succeed. What are your thoughts on that?
2: That's honestly kind of that's honestly kind of the the place I thought the movie was going initially. And then like they had the end scene where the Fawn was with the king and queen, saying you 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 won, you beat the test or whatever. Um, so I don't know. I kind of put that by the wayside after the ending, but
0: yeah, I kind of I kind of viewed viewed the fawn in a more so negative light throughout the movie, and I feel like there definitely was subtle subtle hints that they were not, you know. It, I definitely got the feeling that the fawn almost didn't want the girl to succeed throughout and and I feel like that end line that Brandon mentioned was important there because it showed that you know, he actually didn't want the girl to succeed because that means that her succeeding is then that much more, like, powerful or or proof that you know she is. She is this you know spirit that's trapped in a human body or whatever. Um, so yeah, I definitely like I got I got hints of that throughout the throughout the movie.
3: What I always found interesting. So, he one of the instructions, when they're in the scene with the Pale Man, one of the instructions she's given, um, well, one is to not eat the food, and she blatantly disobeys that. But the other, other only task that she was given was to follow the fairies, and she also does not do that. And it turns out that she was successful, and the fairies were uh, wrong. They picked the wrong door. I, I, I do
2: have a question about the the whole door situation. What was... Was there, like, something that I missed? Why were there three doors, and how did she know which one to pick?
3: Like... Well, I she knew because she was the chosen one. That's the cop-out answer. Uh, I honestly... I couldn't tell you. I think... Like... I mean, like she,
2: what would have happened if she picked the wrong door? Like I didn't understand. I was just like, oh, okay. Why can't you just try all of them? I
0: I think that was that was the whole thing too. With like something bad might have happened. It probably would have waken up the 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 beast or whatever their, its name was sooner if she picked the wrong one. Um, and it also I think had to play into like the whole time effect of it too, because she was supposed to get out of there before. The, The last sand fell, even though she ended up failing doing that. But
3: Yeah, she failed every single instruction and yet somehow still passed that test.
2: One thing that I actually thought was really cool, and this is, like, one more thing I want to talk about, uh, was the the practical effects of the fawn. Um, Like, almost everything on that costume was all, like, there. And... At first, I was like, oh, those eyes and ears seem way too expressive in order to be, like, actually a practical effect. But, like, I was, like, looking at it in, like, post uh, or pre-production videos and, like, all of that was practical. The only thing that wasn't was, um, well, I guess technically all of it was practical because what they did for the feet, because I thought the feet might have been all CGI. Mm -hmm. But the feet are actually practical or the legs are. And what they did was he just wore, like, a green morph suit uh, and was standing like on the hooves as like the legs jetted backwards and then back towards the hooves. Um, So all they did was just mask out his, his legs. So everything on there was a hundred percent practical, which I was insanely impressed with because it looked so good. But well, yeah, I don't know if you guys have any thoughts on that. If not, we can head over to, to movie news.
0: Yeah, I don't think so. Uh, just to sum up, I think I think it was a good movie. I think it's definitely worth the watch. Well, um, if you're
2: here, hopefully you have seen it. But, <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> if not, and you're just like listening to stuff while on a car ride, like spacing
3: out, then hopefully we didn't spoil too much for you. Yeah, that's impressive. If you could have had this conversation not watching it,
2: I actually I actually yeah I actually do listen to some movie review podcasts on movies I haven't seen just because I I like the people that that do them <laughs> and I just want to Yeah.
0: <laughs> I definitely do or that. Or if it's like a movie that I know I really don't plan on seeing. Yeah, that too. <laughs> yeah.
2: That's true. <laughs> but uh but yeah. All right.
0: Uh movie news.
2: I don't really have a whole lot to talk about.
0: Ooh, um So, uh, one of my favorite shows on Netflix was a show called, like, Formula One or Drive to Survive, I think is the name of the the title of the show. Um, It's super well done. It really gives you a look in like, behind the scenes of Formula One stuff and, like, you know, the culture that kind of surrounds that. And the second season is coming out uh, Friday. So, I'm super pumped for that. All right, well. I won't even be able to watch it this weekend because. So. Dang. I'm pumped. I'm pumped. Bring
2: your mic, man. We'll do. We'll yeah, do we'll a see. mini episode or something.
0: Oh, that's true. We could, um.
2: Yeah. And I'm trying to think. So I know Batman's coming out. They've uh, or not coming out, but like they started recording. They started. Per- yeah. There's some. Uh, production videos um mostly of his stunt doubles the stuff that i've seen
3: um they're starting shooting in glasgow oh really Uh, yeah
2: i'm gonna pretend like i know where that is
3: that that's that's where i'm at oh i don't know i mean not exactly but but
0: (laughs) well i'm not (laughs) extra
3: (laughs) i'm not exactly in glasgow but yeah i'm in scotland um I don't know. I, I am going to go and check it out and see if I can't get a glimpse. Dang. But they started blocking off streets because they're doing shooting here. And uh, I better see you in the background. <laughs> <laughs> well, they might take a look at me and, like, eh, we're going to edit that guy out.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's pretty easy to paint people out now. <laughs> um, but, yeah, one thing that I actually heard, so, like, you know that, like, teaser photo that they sent out um with like the bat symbol on his chest um I don't know if this is 100% confirmed but apparently um what that's supposed to be is the stock uh of the pistol that killed his parents and it kind of looks like uh, a gun's uh gun handle if you look at it closely I might be able to send you guys a photo um,
0: yeah, I think I read that as well. I didn't read into it anymore. I was like, "Oh, that might be true. It might not. Either way, <laughs> like yeah. that."
2: That's yeah. really cool. I think like the that kind of detail, because um, like I feel like that is something that Batman would do, like to take something like that and to like turn it into a symbol. Use it. Yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. I don't know. How do you How do you guys feel about um, Robert? Is it Robert Pattinson? Pattinson? Yeah. Um, how do you guys feel about him becoming uh, the new Batman? What do you think about that? Alright, so, so well, that I'm about sorry. sums it up. Um, Silence. <laughs> I,
0: yeah, I, I mean, I don't really have strong opinions on it. Like, I'm fine with it. i also just kind of like, why do we need another Batman? Like, you know? <laughs> I don't know. He,
3: I don't, I, I know people in the past uh, are kind of like quick to say, "Oh, this person won't do a good job. That person won't. You know, they're not as good as right." They, they kind of judge the 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 person, the actor, before the role even.
2: Well, they did is that. Done, with, I guess they did that with Heath Ledger, for the Joker. Yeah. No one wanted I, him I, as the Joker. People wanted him recasted.
3: I think I I I like to reserve my judgment until after I've seen it. So I don't think that right i don't have any one way or another any ideas of if it'll be good or bad and i'll wait till he like proves himself as a good batman before i'm like oh that was great or that was awful
2: yeah um i don't do that um i'm actually pretty hopeful um he's in in my opinion he's a a very good actor um I can't name a ton of stuff that he's been in, but some of the stuff that I've seen, like The Lighthouse, he was really good in that, even though I didn't like The Lighthouse. He was a very good actor in it. Um, But I think one thing that a lot of people are concerned about, I I heard an interview um, with him talking about Batman and how Batman's not a real superhero. Like He said that for quote, and so like a lot of people just want him not to play the character just because of that him saying that a lot of like hardcore batman fans are very upset
3: well what makes a superhero i don't know you tell me i would argue that it's superpowers which batman doesn't have so
0: oh, you're one of those people goodness I, well so iron <laughs> man's not a superhero
2: you're gonna tell me after endgame iron man's not a superhero
0: Well, uh, no.
2: Let me. You are wrong.
3: Before Um, you cancel me, (laughs) uh, that well, it's been nice
2: knowing Chase (laughs) on this podcast. He is no, (laughs) his opinion is the most optional.
3: That's why Batman in DC and Iron Man in Marvel are, in my opinion, the best superheroes for their respective world. And I did say superhero, even though they're, I would say they're not. But like the point is that they're normal people that are extraordinary. So it's not that it's an unattainable thing, right? So Batman doesn't have anything that makes him super strong or anything like that. He's just super tough mentally and physically. And he got himself there. Nobody did it for him. And similar, like Iron Man did that himself. Nobody did it for him. And that's why... You know, the reason why they're not quote-unquote superheroes is why, in my opinion, they're the best. I also like Martian Manhunter, but whatever. He's actually my favorite DC character.
2: Um, But I want... Oh, shoot. I had something insightful to say. Oh, I remember. So, you said that Batman doesn't have anything that makes him special, just like his his will and his strength, right?
3: Well, he has been... I know in certain comics, like, he's the smartest man in the world because he's the greatest detective. Um, So you could argue that, like, his uh, almost inhuman intelligence and hacking ability is kind of like a superpower. So I I would see that argument, and I I might have to bow to it. Um, But I don't... I guess... I, I don't mean, know. what are, that, that, are you about to that,
2: say? That's not where I was going with it, but, but that argument okay. can be made of of Tony Stark because, like, there is people who say. I think there is some comics that say he's like a meta human for like intelligence or whatever. Yeah. Um but uh, the thing that's funny, I think, and this isn't like, I guess I don't know how 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 would you describe this? Canon's is not the right word, but like, so in the comics, Batman has been known to like bench like over a thousand pounds or something stupid and um in the in the in the Marvel comics, Captain America, who's been like roided, can only like bench like five hundred pounds, and so it's like batman doesn't isn't uh, super strong by uh drugs that we know of is basically what I'm getting at mm. so um all right, well let's uh, let's end this episode. Oh, I do want to mention that uh, the next episode, movie episode review, is going to be over onward. So keep your super pumped. Yeah, that I'm I'm super excited about that.
0: But all right, um, you got anything to plug? Maybe. Oh yeah. Like what we're consuming. Oh uh, yeah, we could do that. We could do what we're consuming, and then if you want people to go check you out on Instagram or Twitter or whatever.
3: Okay, well, uh, I'm consuming or consumed uh, recently the Dark Crystal Age of Resistance series over on uh, Netflix. If you haven't watched that, that's a good one. Uh, I don't... It, it, so there was original, the, the original Dark Crystal movie from the 80s. Uh, you may or may not want to watch that ahead of time, but that's also on Netflix. So just go ahead and watch all of the Dark Crystal content.
2: Why not? I might I might drop it down on a, a peg. I thought visually it is very stunning, um, but I, I did not enjoy it as the, just it just felt very childish. But I mean, it is kind of I think geared more towards children. So just keep that in mind if you're going to watch it.
3: That's, um, yeah, it says a lot about me, I guess. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, I've recently started watching. Just finished Psych the other day with the wife and we have now started a show on prime called uh the americans i don't know if you guys have seen that or or heard of it
0: i've heard great things about it i haven't seen
2: um i actually hadn't heard anything about it until she was like i want to watch this with you and i'm just like okay so yeah i've we're like two episodes in but so far it's, it's pretty good um i'm excited for it
0: sweet all right uh yeah uh so i'm kyle uh i guess that's probably already been established but uh we're re-watching parks and rec i absolutely love that show it's been great to rewatch it still on that grind uh, i forgot yeah i've forgotten like so much that has happened so it's been really good and i haven't really been watching anything new aside from i think i already called out the anime i've been watching demon slayer so that's pretty good
2: all right guys Good episode!
1: Yeah, it was fun.